0: it's time again for the scotty johnny podcast with your host scotty johnny himself john barnett and the ego himself cheddar talk aaron flottam talking wisconsin sports nfl through d 3 D college hockey doesn't matter two mics two crusty vets two opinions one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on twitter with music by delete great cars and trucks here's john and aaron Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I bring you Aaron Cheddar Talk Lottom.
1: Well, hello, John. What's going on, man? It's, uh, uh that was kind of a weird weekend, uh, uh a little bit, a little bit of a, uh, uh, you thought you think the brewers are going to crawl back into it,
0: and then they like. they, they don't. They're kind of the right there still, but not in it. But yeah, we'll get yeah, to and that.
1: Then the, and, and then the Badgers do Badger things. And then uh, the Packers win in a yeah. very a, a testament yeah. to the special teams. I will, I'm will. i going to bring it up when we talk about the game. But yeah,
0: like, we'll get to it when we even get to Wayne it. Yeah.
1: Lear, Wayne Larivey talked about that this morning. Like The Packers over the last 12 years don't win those games. Yeah. Somehow, Yeah, because we're just so used to losing them. Mm-hmm. And Devontra Campbell... 10 feet up in the air dreads of flying knocking down that pass man. And yeah, uh, yeah it was, uh,
0: okay. it, it was an
1: antic anticlimactic sort of win, but uh, I'll take it mm-hmm. every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. And we'll, we'll roll into all of that in a little bit here. Uh, first off, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us again for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports talk. Uh, remember you can follow the show on Twitter at Johnny pod. You can also follow me uh, at not so humble host and Aaron's on Twitter. Aaron, please let everybody know where to follow you. Uh,
1: John, you can find me at Cheddar Talk. At Cheddar Talk, uh, lots of interesting things going on at Cheddar Talk. We have crossed <laughs> the six six hundred uh, follower uh, threshold and uh, growing quickly. And um, <laughs> uh, and this last week here, like it happens every year just before election time, I I got oh. one side really mad at me again, and uh, it's the side that doesn't doesn't relent. I guess neither side really relents, but uh, yeah, I actually had to block and mute some conversations, not because I was wrong, but just because hi, we're on reply number 750 to this thing that I posted four days ago. My God, what do you people have? Oh, you're a Russian bot. That's what it is. Got it. Yeah.
0: The greatest thing of the weekend, I think, so far has been Dan Orlowski's response to (laughs) uh, Jimmy Garoppolo (laughs) running out the back of the end zone. He yep. also made a stepbrothers uh like the poster, <laughs> but he put in Jimmy G's face and his face for, for the two for you know, Will Ferrell Thanks. and um John C. Riley or whatever. it's like woo.
1: fantastic. He is
0: he is loving it and everybody's on board like, you know, good for you, Dan. Good for who
1: was you. it? Who was it? It was uh, uh oh uh Chris Collinsworth was 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 that Chris Collinsworth? Yeah, I was laughing on air last night and I think Trico called him out for Are you on Twitter right now? He's like Orlovsky is post as great. Like Chris Collinsworth, who, you know, Chris Collinsworth is so professional. Sometimes he's boring, like, what? like just how, how into it he is. And like, Hey, this guy, I know coming out of college, he's not much for a seventh round draft pick, but, and then life backstory. And you, like, I don't care. He does but, by professional. But, mean but like... even he was laughing at Orlovsky's tweet. Like someone must have pointed it out to him. Orlovsky had tweeted. So
0: basically chris collinsworth knows what he's been told is the important thing to say during the game and then says it whether or not it happens or not there was one time he's like look aaron's holding on the ball because nobody's open and then they show the replay and like three different guys are wide open and like that you know i huh well i don't know i was like you weren't watching the play you knew what you were supposed to say happened but you didn't actually look at it and actually tell us what was happening. You told us what you were told before the game would happen. That's why I can't stand Chris Collinsworth. He's hey, and, and before we get
1: into the meat and potatoes of the Packers stuff, let's yeah, uh, yeah. let's let's, t- let's take care of some fringe uh, uh, dressing stuff right now. Um okay. I-, I love how remember how week one against the Vikings, how there was uh, Fox managed to put up a graphic every five seconds about how many yards Devonte Adams had. Versus how many all the Green Bay Packers receivers had. Yeah. And then last week during Sunday Night Football, NBC decided to do the same thing. (laughs) And now this week, it's it early went silent after Romeo Dubs had eight catches for whatever yards and a touch like 70 some odd yards. And that's the first receiver since Devontae Adams to have eight catches in a game. And Oh. He's got more yards in the last two games than Devontae has all season. And now Devontae's uh yeah. out loud frustrated with the the the, Ra- the Raiders and I just this... love how th- that was a thing that that, that Fox yeah. made a conscious effort yep. to have graphics to point that stuff out and yep. now bit them in the ass. And
0: yeah, like... and the big thing too is I mean, first off, nobody should be rooting against Devontae. He, he, no. you know, he gets to go where he wants to go, and he wanted to play with friends and with things career. like that. Yeah. Uh, and a reminder that uh, going all in doesn't always work. In fact, it usually does not. Uh, right. Not everybody gets to be last year's Rams, who their going all in only worked because the Packers decided not to block a punt. You know, like, and then their punt got blocked. They did not <laughs> and the Rams, block for and the, their punter. And, the Ram,
1: and, and, and to be fair, the Rams actually had some good infrastructure on their team. Like, they actually had a pretty decent team.
0: Well, and the Packers had beaten go, that team consecutive years. I know, badly, but the Rams, too.
1: the Rams at least had something to build on. Yeah. Like, yes. the, the Raiders have nothing. They got Waller.
0: Yeah. I watched the Packers. And that's play, it. They would have played at Lambeau Field. I watched the Packers play that same team at Lambeau Field, and it yeah. was not a close game it was not a close game It was over in the first half and then we were just all hanging around like right if I mean, the packers I mean, could have I mean, just gotten the, past the, rams, the 49ers they would have yeah, had it right but back to the semblance
1: of what i what i said earlier they had a semblance of a team yeah. you know you got Aaron Donald in the middle you got good linebackers you got good i mean the rams at least were a good team to go all in on the the raiders had nothing i mean they they, they Look, i mean stafford's a better quarterback than Carr is I, yeah. I can't tell you who the running back is. Jacobs Jacobs
0: sure. is, a, yeah, he's a pretty good has, running, but he's as Jacob, good as any of the guys on the Rams. And yeah. And a they had good two, tight end. yeah, they had two guys who had hundred catch seasons before last year. And you're know, like, Brewer's out so filler, now
1: Hunter Renfro, plays Hunter Renfro had a hundred catches, that.
0: had a hundred catches the year before Waller had a hundred catches. So they had three different guys who had hundred catch seasons now coming into this year. And Derek Carr is not that much worse than Stafford. Um, but yeah, but, but okay. I bet
1: you I bet you wish they would well, have not let Rich Rich Bisaccia go to go be the Packers special teams <laughs> head coach. Well, I'm glad they did special teams coach. Oh, by the way, they were talking about it on the Packers yeah. pregame this this weekend. I like well, how they call it. Let's just
0: do that by talking about the Packers game. Okay. Let's just get right into it, and we're gonna roll everything now that we're through this into what we call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. So we start off with the Packers because we, first off, we always do, but secondly, we've got a big Packers win, a ridiculous Packers win. Uh yeah. 14 to 12 is it <laughs> horrifyingly enough not score Agami. Um but we were pretty much rooting for Score Gami towards the end But there.
1: if you if, if you're a Tom Brady fan, you're used to those scores.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> where he doesn't score points. Those scores. Yeah, so strange. And this is again where We had these two guys going out there, you know, like two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We'll remember that one of the Super Bowl rings, which is why is Tom Brady so good? Well, because Russell Wilson, you know, audibled out of the running play and threw an interception. So Tom Brady became a better quarterback by not being on the field. So wins are a stupid stat for quarterbacks. It's stupid. And if you think that that's the most important thing, then I don't know how to explain sports to you because it's a team sport. If we're talking about how many Wimbledon titles. You're like, yeah, because it's you and play the other guy. Beat the other guy, move on. Play another guy. It's a team game, and this is the best part. Is like, was, was Rodgers the better quarterback? Well, he became the better quarterback by Brady not completing a two-point conversion. Again, he wasn't on the field. Did that make him the better quarterback? I don't know. If he wanted to be the better quarterback, he should have done something after the first quarter because he didn't. He had 174 yards passing at halftime, finished with 255. That means he didn't throw 100 yards for the rest of the game.
1: I'll I'll tell I'll tell you what though, and without without jumping the gun here, too a quick, yeah. uh, Devontae Devonta Campbell, real deal. Mm-hmm. He is the real deal. Yes, and we're so ha- I'm so happy he's back, and not just because of that big SWAT um, at the end there, um, at the goal line stand earlier in the game uh, when Fournette was coming up off the left side, mm-hmm. he he stopped him dead yeah. in his tracks, and he didn't have any forward momentum. Now, granted, he was being tackled by two other defensive linemen but <laughs> devontra Devontre campbell buried his toes and pushed through and stopped him in a second yeah Devontre campbell's real dude he is yeah. Devontre is, is real is a, you know really we spent player. the first couple weeks talking about the revelation that is the rookie that is quay walker Devontre campbell's the real deal man like yeah. how he was on a scrap heap i don't know like razul douglas yeah, he he has his moments. He hasn't had a big moment yet this season. He had no. some big moments last year. He's been a pretty serviceable cornerback for us this year, though. And worth resigning. I'm not going to disagree with that one bit whatsoever. But Devontae Campbell, man, like that dude, he's he's good. Yeah, he's really good,
0: hundred percent. And, and it's those it's and nice those to have threads, man. It's nice to have athletic linebackers able to fill in and control those things. Uh, yeah, it was the defense played everything it needed to be, and I. That, Bears fans throwing out the like, well, they didn't have the receivers. Um, We were without Watkins, who's done for the year pretty much. Well, he's on IR, at least we'll say. Uh, We're probably without Campbell. Lazard is throwing up and feeling sick yet. He has a couple of nice (laughs) plays, but he did all right.
1: He got caught on camera puking up orange stuff, man. Holy smokes.
0: Yeah. yeah, uh, Bakhtiari was on a pitch count, only playing every other series. Uh, and, you know, our center got injured early. Jair was, or yeah. I guess he was injured late. Jair was injured very early in the game. Early. So, like, yeah. everybody's hurt, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and they were also, the Packers were on the road wearing the dark jerseys on the road. And they did mm-hmm. enough, but it was sloppy. The- and
1: not only that, the, the Tampa, Tampa, and, and Wayne Larrabee is the first one to say it, Tampa Bay is the best defense in the league. And the Packers might be number two.
0: I don't think the Packers are anywhere near that conversation. I, I really, what? I just don't. I don't think they're anywhere near being that good. Um,
1: oh, okay. Well,
0: I think fair. that they're, <laughs> I don't think that they're the sum of their parts. And this is something I'll say about the Badgers too. But, um, I mean, how many yards do we give up to very average, like slightly above average David Montgomery the other week? Um. A lot. But He's... that
1: could also be that could also be said, you know. And I think I think I took the opposite stand of this one last week. Is that that at that point they were up by so much they were just allowing him to just run wild because whatever it runs the clock out and you can go ahead run the ball. You got to make up. You got to make up uh however many points they were down by. It, Seventeen points at that point. Something. So yeah, I mean, I whatever they let Montgomery run. Whatever think... they weren't gonna they weren't gonna get hurt trying to tackle him.
0: I think no, they have not been getting hurt trying to tackle anybody yet. Uh, from what I've watched, they've they been well, far worse at tackling this year. Um, a lot of it's the play calling. Just seems so I, I don't know. Crazy. They just held
1: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to twelve points.
0: Well, so, we, and they knew the
1: run was. You know, <laughs>
0: was, yeah. Brady didn't like he's throwing to nowhere. Several times they did get pressure on him this time. Uh, and yeah. they did put him I mean, down three and te- times.
1: And, te- and technically, if you would have watched the last replay of the, the touchdown of the, the replay of the last touchdown, they scored, that should have been a delay of game too. Plus Leonard Fournette was moving before the snap even happened, but you know, Hey, you know, Tom Brady gets all the calls. So, I mean, they, they, they should have only given up six, six points, six well, points to the, to, you know, they, they
0: could have just given up only six points if, you know, we'll say, uh, they had just not gone into pre-event with three minutes left. That made no sense to me. Like, what, what do you mean? But I mean,
1: but this is also like going after the Packers defense last year during the, the, the playoff game or going after the Brewers pitching staff. It's like, yeah, oh, OK, so I guess we could have held them to three points. The, you know, it's like
0: Packers are 20th in DVOA what, defense.
1: But but they were also on the field the whole time because the offense didn't do anything after the first two drives.
0: I haven't watched anything from this defense that I'm like, man, they are going to light people up. Like they look like, well, we can kind of stop the bears. And you know, if we well, get, they
1: kind of stopped the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So,
0: right. I mean, yes. Without a couple guys, they had a couple plays and I don't know. I'm not, I'm there's nothing a- about the a- Aaron
1: Jones. Aaron Jones doesn't drop a fumble right before halftime, which was a, a tough play. He got sandwiched, but, um, but he does. He scores on that play instead of fumbling.
0: Well, doesn't make the defense even not, any or even
1: not fumble, just not fumble and kick a field goal. You know, and it's a completely different game. Like the defense.
0: Yeah, that would have helped the if, defense. If they, a once, lot. if they would have
1: if they would have seventeen to fourteen, we'd all be like, "Oh, the defense was great. That was awesome." But there's one late drive. You know, and,
0: uh, and I don't know. I just I, I'd
1: rather have I'd rather have let them keep everything in front of them than instead of the NFC Championship game two years ago where they let everything get behind them.
0: I think what we did at the end there was ensure that Tom Brady was going to get throws at the end zone. He, he isn't throwing well deep. He, That's he the, hasn't been a deep ball thrower in like a decade and no, even he hasn't then been he a wasn't deep great.
1: Ball his whole life. That's what he does. Right. He,
0: he's so we he's gave Tom Brady th- 15 he's yard the completions
1: quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. He takes what the other team gives him. He gets it out of his hand. He doesn't take stupid sacks. He manipulates the pocket just enough so he can move around and, 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 yeah and that's one thing we've been begging rogers to do for years
0: yeah take then,
1: take what's given to you
0: but we and gave him 15 Brady yards about. of play at the end when it, nothing he was doing was particularly working we just let him really go straight down the field and it was that was really strange i i, I guess for my part but i i don't know i haven't like we've been talking about this is gonna be one of the top defenses and i was like okay they've been kind of an okay defense they have not done – there's a lot of things they are not doing well yet, and maybe they'll get there. And so, I mean, like these guys get just rolled over by a, a Vikings team that then two weeks later is at home having trouble scoring on the Lions who are not a good defense, and nobody's pretending they are. Um, yeah, they've got things to fix yet, and also I don't know that Joe Barry that good at this. Like that was a yeah, weird no. idea to do. Prevent defense is a bad idea just in general. It really yeah. is. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, because you know, if Tom Brady completes one long pass somehow magically, which he's not good at doing at this point or ever, um, but when he doesn't have Randy Moss, he's not really a deep ball thrower. And if he does that, we would have had a ton of time left to do something. I mean, at worst he could have tied it cause it was an eight point game. And instead we're like, well, why don't we just let him go down the field? He can tie it up with no time left. I'm like, why are we doing all of this? It made no sense. Uh, that that part bothered me. Yeah. And it got weird. Just we got completely shut down. Um, we seemed I don't know. I have to go back and double check. it felt like we just couldn't run after the first quarter. There was there was very little working in the run game. It doesn't seem like we had a whole lot of continuity in making the run game work. Every run pass option, it felt like turned into a pass and right. not a lot of them well, were working. Imagine,
1: imagine that, because when when given the choice of running or passing, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? Mm-hmm. And they, I, nine times out of ten. And the, also, too, remove Josh Myers, remove Bakhtiari, you know, and here we go. Yeah,
0: you know? it definitely so, hurt. And uh, there was a funny point.
1: Bakhtiari was definitely on a pitch count, too. Like, oh, yes. No, he
0: only played every other guess, drive. Because
1: he wasn't on a pitch count during the Detroit game in week 18 last year. And look how that ended up. So, yeah. I mean, at least, at least they're being not stupid about that one. Thank you. He went every you know? other
0: drive through this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, look, the fun part good. that came up you on, should be doing. Yeah, on yeah on the packer Acme Packers uh, Slack, we were talking through the game. Somebody's like, "You know, Rogers is just going to force things to Cobb and Cobb having one of his two or three like just out of nowhere games." He he did he looked really good, uh, yeah, one of the few receivers to just be consistently good in this game. But mm-hmm. They're like, "Yeah, Rogers is going to look for Cobb and he's he's going to look for the guys he knows, him and Tunyon, uh, and for some reason, Juan Winfrey." <laughs> it's like, right? Why is he? Th- why does Winfrey get out there? There were, like, three different times that we've got Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Dobbs is just out there, like, on slants. We gave up on slants early. Uh We are like, I I don't know the feeling on that, but they were giving us the cuts. They were giving us the the five-yard pass, and Uh we weren't going to do it. Um, I don't know there's there's definitely things to learn about well it's because
1: it's because yeah. your beloved number 12 doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have trust in a receiver correct right. which yes. is absolute bs because dubs had you know eight i think all eight catches were in the first half too i don't know if he did after halftime might half have, time.
0: Been. Might have know, been yeah
1: and a touchdown and not only that but he had a truck stick right at the that, <laughs> that wasn't a for sure end. that wasn't a for sure touchdown when he caught that ball, but he dropped that shoulder and and laid it out. And, you know, and that's, that's what the hot garbage is too with, with, with Rogers is that for as good as he is and as good as he has been when putting, you know, if he doesn't get him and him and Brady are the complete opposite. So in the fact that Rogers thrives when he gets out to an early lead and is just absolutely stuffing it down the other team's throat right off the bat, then he's good. But the minute he has any adversity, he falls to pieces. Tom Brady, on the other hand, can fall down 21 points and will slowly eat his way back into the game because he does have the discipline and will wake, work his way back into the game because he's a robot and he has no motion. And that's why his wife's going to leave him and take the kids. So because <laughs> he is a robot. And uh. you know. but anyway, sorry, I, I digress. But but that but that's exactly it. Like Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't get flustered. Aaron Rodgers easily gets flustered, you know, and and even though we talked about their sideline personas and uh, how, you know, Very Brady, takes, Brady takes no flack. For it, and I think, and, and I'm, I'm making up this opinion on the fly right now. A lot of it is because when Tom Brady goes to the sideline and has a, a tantrum, he comes out and actually performs. When Rogers starts to go into tantrum mode, game over, like he's done, he's gonna not play well, and there's gonna be a lot of on field body language. Um, I don't think Brady has as much on field body language, but you know, that's it. And I, it, it's, I, I don't, uh, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's weird like that, and so, and I know that's how. And luckily the defense did keep the game for us yesterday, whether you want to believe it or not, John Barnett. <laughs> um <laughs> so um, but cause Rogers wasn't gonna do it for us. And yeah, after after it worked well on the first couple drives and you know, the rookies actually working, eventually we're gonna just start shoving it to 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 you know, um Cobb's gonna have a couple good catches, which he looked good on. I'm not gonna lie. And you know, Lazard was making some catches and you know, and but you're right. it's just the Vikings game too. Like, yeah, Watson dropped a 76 yard play right off the bat, but it, it, he's like coach bud, you know, if it doesn't work right away with the rookie, get rid of him. We're not going to play him at all. You know, even though is Jordan Noir's is back, but anyways, I <laughs> um, don't know how that's why that is, but yeah, no, just, just dump it. Just, we're just going to dump it. Now dubs looks like the real deal. And he looks like a legitimate number one, which is good because Lazard, as as good as his downfield blocking is, and his downfield blocking is amazing for a wide receiver. He's right up yeah. there with Chris, Wall, Chris Walsh from the old days. Um, but uh, without the dirty hits, although he did have one pretty dirty hit yesterday. But yeah, Lazar's a number two. He should be a number two. He's not a number one. Dubs has the makings to be a number one and should be treated like a number one. And yeah, I'm sh- I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I'm going to
1: meet myself so you can.
0: That's nice. No, I, I was just trying to find the exact numbers here. But in terms of our actual uh, – efficient was it efficiency or – no, it's estimated points allowed over per play uh, and our DVOA, the, the Packers' defense, in terms of the metrics of what you would expect versus the personnel, the players and what's on the field, and the su- likely success of individual plays are in the middle of the NFL. Uh, I mean – and they can get better because, like I said, I think that they are somehow less than the sum of their parts. I think that they are not using the players effectively to what they can do. Uh, I am also, to a certain extent, surprised that, you know, Devontae Wyatt basically can't find a way to find his way onto the field. Uh, which is upsetting for a guy who really should, based on where we got him, be out there. Um, and he is just not on the field. He I think he had seven snaps. So it's, it's not been a lot.
1: Well, I mean, because he, well, he also too he's behind um, uh, obviously Clark Lowry and um, oh, who's the guy we got from Seattle? Um, John
0: Reed. Yeah, I Reed mean, had a great play where he is being held yeah. by two different guys and puts Brady on the ground.
1: Ground. I Gosh, mean, that was he, good. He's uh, yeah, and he's and he's he's not an All-Pro. He's not even a Pro Bowler. You
0: no, he's a nice pro, solid do, guy, mostly do you see, a run do you see, stopper. See,
1: they got rid of the Pro Bowl, John.
0: Well, yeah, kind of, and that we they did basically yeah. what I've been telling them to do for three years on this show,
1: right? Exactly, which they should have done twenty years ago. But anyways, but yeah, I mean, he was, he may not be a pro bowler, but like he's a solid, like yeah, he's a solid other. He's a serious tackle. player,
0: and he's a and starter. so maybe
1: that's maybe that's the reason why he's not getting on the field because there's no rush to get him on the field. I don't know.
0: We'll find. So, I mean, I don't know. We can we'll find out when we can see him better. Right. But yeah, that's. I mean, he's
1: a big guy. He's hard to miss. So yeah, yeah. you'll see him, but. Um, but you know we 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 talk about this, and I think we're a little bit of miss. And Wayne Larry brought it up on the Steve Zabon show this morning.
0: Yeah, because uh, because right.
1: because people don't want to talk about it. And uh, uh, Wes Hadkowitz, Hadkowitz, is yeah, that how, we, how we see his name from at at Packers mm-hmm. Um, he said something this morning. I'm sure it's been around, and I just haven't heard it yet. But instead of calling a special fee special teams, he he refers to it as offense, defense, and we fence what <laughs> offense defense and we fence no way i love I've it never it's the heard best. That. that's so much better than special teams i love it yeah we fence because we we fence yeah oh, offense defense awful. and we fence and i was like that's oh. that's brilliant i that's like terrible. that well it's terrible but it's 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 punny but it's brilliant because you pull from all parts of your team to do specially and he said <sighs> in, in, in the way in the way i understand why he says it that way too is and you know he's talking about bisaccio and uh or bisaccio sorry um, there you go yeah a at the yeah. end uh bisaccio and he, bisaccio. he he's like yeah he, and it's always been the packers have always treated special teams as a completely different unit mm-hmm. and and you take it and, and that's the reason why i've had problems since since uh what's his name with the special oh i was so happy to see lazard Cleanly catch an onside kick yesterday too. By the way, yeah, that was nice. Game, yeah. And the other guys let it go
0: over their heads so they could get the blocking done. Yeah, it was right. Exactly exactly. right.
1: Blocked down. Bosley's not trying to jump up and and grab it. Awesome. Yeah, and And Nixon,
0: Nixon making the play on that that punt catch, which as I pointed out today, Jared Bush never did, and everyone mm -hmm. gets so excited, like Jared Bush, he's doing the right thing. He looks at the guy, not the ball. It was like that's what you do in high school, and that's what your high school coach told you to do because you were a high schooler, and that was yeah. that's the bare minimum. Right. When you are an NFL All-Pro, you're running on yeah. the field, he stops, you glance up while running, and then you get back to it. If Because that guy's not catching the ball. Jared Dude. Bush, every time, was standing at the 20 looking at a guy. He's like, he's going to catch this fair catch. And then he didn't because the ball is slowly bouncing three bounces and rolls into the end mm-hmm. zone sideways because Jared Bush never knew where the ball was. Right. But Nixon made that play because he did oh. the next level thing. The thing Jared oh Bush God. could and- not do.
1: And Holly, and Holly was, you know, who's a passive Packer fan. Um, I'm standing up cheering, and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, O'Donnell oh, just kicked a, a perfect spiral to him at the one-yard line. She's like, yeah. what are you talking about? And I had to break down how <laughs> punt coverage works.
0: Yeah, um, that's great.
1: And, and she started to drool, and her eyes rolled back into the back of her head, and she fell asleep. But anyways. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like but, Nova uh, Kane. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, Wayne Larvie was talking about that on Zabin this morning about like how Pat O'Donnell, man, he's yeah. the real deal. Like
0: the only thing about him that scares me is he has a very long delivery. And if, if you guys are, you know, not everybody's watching this, yeah. watch an NFL punter when they catch the snap. There's like a little hop to them, so they land with their kicking foot front, and then it's one step kick. He has a long delivery. He takes two steps, uh, right. which means he well, is he is walking himself towards the guys. It takes longer because there's more steps, and he is walking towards the guys trying to block his kick. It makes me worried, but they actually have been blocking that very well, knock on wood.
1: Right, well, that's because his howitzer of a leg was starting in Georgia to come through <laughs> to, 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 to kick the ball on the longer ones. His, his delivery on the shorter ones, because that one that you're talking about with Nixon, that wasn't... I Yeah, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a dork, too. I noticed that, too. His His pooch kicks don't have a long delivery, though. So, like, <laughs> I know he could probably get rid of it if he had to. But I think he's... And I, I think thing, he's yeah. really laying into him. So the fact that the bears let that dude walk just for money reasons, unbelievable. Like it's nice. Cause we've had trouble with that. He, he is a, a weapon, man. Yeah. Five, five kicks inside the 20 and six, if you count the touchback. Yeah. So um, you yeah. want, you want to talk about why Tampa Bay didn't score any points because they had their field. starting field position was the 19 and a half yard line, they had to go in the yards every time. And when they got pinned
0: it's, on the one, Brady yeah. threw three straight incompletions. Only one of them even touched a receiver. It was and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, you're punting from your one. And then we ran into the punter, and then they punted again from the six. Um, so it got like, blocked.
1: Hey. It got blocked into the punter. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he really did. Got, but yeah. so, 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 yeah, I mean, and the special teams has been um, fair to Midland on some of the other, the punt. I, I want to say the punt and punt coverage has been really good. Kick yes. has been good. Kick return has been
0: Amari's okay. look good.
1: Uh, uh, Amari is strictly a returner now, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. He only – somehow with everybody hurt, including Christian Watson, he still only managed to play three plays on offense. Yeah. Um, but but he hasn't looked bad. Um, so, I mean, I guess if you can just focus on returning, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, no, special teams hasn't been an embarrassment. And that's what Wayne Laramie said this morning on Saban, too. He's like – Packer fans aren't used to winning these games because in the past, the special teams has let us down. Mm -hmm. At some point, something on special teams would have happened. Even like at the end of the game, like I said, with Lazard catching the onside kick, Basaccia has come in here and really tightened it down. And he's still not done. Like, he's still like, ah, it was sloppy stuff. And it's like, "Mm, God, I love this guy. And Basaccia, his one request was to have Pat O'Donnell. That's what he wanted. He's like, I'm coming in here if you get Pat O'Donnell. Okay, you and Pat O'Donnell, do it. Absolutely. Bam. We did it and it works. And, and it is. And this is how this is how it's supposed to work. Yeah. This is how it used to work in the Holmgren days. People don't remember this. Back in the Fritz Schirmer, who was our special teams coordinator back then, but oh, I forget geez. who it was. I would have to look that I, I up. forget who the special teams guy was. But Shermer was a big special teams guy. Like he, you know, he was he was into it. And like our special teams were amazing. Yeah, we had Reggie White. Yeah, we had uh um Gilbert Brown. Yeah, we had Santana Dotson and Sean Jones up front. Yeah, we had, you know, great teams. Our special teams were always really good back in the 90s and early 2000s. That's what kept us in games. And then it just went to hell for like almost 20 years. <laughs> and everybody's like, let's do something about it. And they never did anything about it until the, this year, which if oh. it works out, a good uh, a good art, right? Good, good, yeah, good, good and good art. art. Yeah, good art. Yeah, yeah it, it, by getting Basachia and actually getting some GD and- special teamers like Nixon and who's the other guy that they got?
0: I'm forgetting, but uh, Nolan Cromwell is the guy we were thinking for the uh, the special teams coordinator '96 when they won the Super
1: Bowl. Right. Uh, anyway, so I don't know who that guy is, but Marty anyway, so Morningwig was the Nick- quarterback coach. a couple others, O'Donnell. Like they actually have real special teamers, you know. Yes. And even and, and you know Amari Rogers, I guess. Yeah, now he's a real special teamer.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's looked it, a lot better.
1: It, it, it doesn't mean you're going to have less weapons on offensive defense. Yes. But guess what? You're not going to lose games because of your special teams, your defense. You know, I'm get out there. And that. because that's why we were losing these 14 to 12 games. Yeah. You know. Oh, and did you, you see the thing about that? Aaron Rodgers might have picked up which play they were going to play because yes. they actually had a camera on the offensive coordinator. On the jumbotron he walked i know there was something on the jumbotron
0: way. he picked up on he didn't want to talk about yeah. it Lafleur wouldn't talk about it but there was definitely something oh and before we move off of this the one thing i must say is i don't want to hear Packers fans complaining about the delay of game on the touchdown play because they never call that they never no, Not in any no, game no. ever
1: uh, the, the touchdown play that was the half second yeah and i even told holly that too i was like i was like Half second, she's like, well, that was obviously a zero. And I was like, yeah.
0: We get that call wanna, all the time. You don't
1: want to call a delay game. You call a delay game on the two-point conversion when you're like three seconds yeah. past it. It was, you, just, you see the clock, yeah. see the
0: ball, ball still not moving, still not moving, throw it. But yeah, yeah. no, the touchdown you one was.
1: Good, you get a good solid one Mississippi to get that ball off.
0: That, that one, that. I mean, the Packers will do that 30 times a year. Like no joke, we do that, and yeah. and ev- that'll happen any NFL Sunday fifteen yeah. times. I mean, like it's it's in every game. There's at least one of those, and it's they never loose, call it's, it. It's,
1: it's a loose, it's a loose rule. If you were to call it every time it happened and make the game super sluggish, it's 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 to keep the. It's it's just like whenever they institute this pitch clock in baseball. Yeah, you're not going to get a ball when it hits double zero if he's in the windup. Like you can't do that. That's going to be garbage. you won't stop guys. No.
0: no, so yeah, I mean like. I I don't want to hear that complaint. It's a ticky tack complaint. If we'd have lost. And I I said it at the time he could that was called that. It was like before the two point conversion, I'm sitting there with my dad. I was like, that happens every week. That's not a penalty. That's not a penalty. If you you
1: want to tell me on both of those plays that Leonard Fournette was moving before the snap, I'll listen to that argument because he (laughs) was on both of them blatantly during the two point conversion. Sure. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like that's not the thing I would have been complaining about. Because I just don't have time for that argument. But no. so let's end on that one. Uh, we were looking forward to next week. I'll actually be at the game next week with my, with my folks and my son Josh. And uh, we'll oh, be seeing oh, Stop it. Stop, the Patriots. it. stop
1: it. Stop it. Stop it.
0: Patriots are going to be coming into Lambeau. Why you
1: got to brag like that?
0: With uh, Not cool. I think Brian Hoyer is going to be the starting quarterback. Hoyer uh, the
1: Destroyer? No yeah, way.
0: No, uh, Mac Jones suffered what appears to be a very bad very leg bad injury. injury. Yeah, that's um, and of course, don't ever look to Twitter comments. Don't don't read them because the things people are saying about him because you know, his stat line wasn't great, and so they're like, yeah, well, he was terrible anyhow, and I hate him. And like that dude went through something. Um, I hope he gets better. I hope he's back on the field some point. Um, but yeah, the Packers. I think that will be easily favored in this one. I don't think the Patriots have looked that good. Their one win is a uh, a contested catch by Nelson Aguilar against the Steelers, and that's their only win. Uh, other than that, they have not looked particularly good. They didn't look great in that game either because the Steelers don't look good. Um, so I think that this was one that the Packers should really start to get to tune up on a little bit more and, and start getting ready for having to have you know better games coming up. So this is through kind of the meat grinder to start this year, having to start off in a game where we start slowly, playing in Minnesota that starts fast and then fades, uh, the wrong time to play them and then having to go to Tampa in, in September yet, when it's still hot in Tampa, and they put you in your home jerseys. So you're playing in the heat with dark jerseys. uh. And yeah, having all of that and coming out two and one out of that, and then getting to have some of these games here to try to tune back up to get ready for what's going to be harder stretches down the road. I think this is a good spot for the Packers. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, Yeah, so um, I contest that if they can make them wear dark jerseys in Tampa in September, <laughs> that they should be able to open up an air tunnel that blows directly across the visitor's sideline.
0: <laughs> the Giants used to do during, that.
1: During December, during December games. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, and they still joke about that. Like uh, they were joking about that during the Vikings game about uh, uh, the guy, the uh, um, the employee that has the employees that I have to go out there and open up the doors just before the team's. Um, <laughs> kick a field goal to create the crosswind from... Yeah, you know, Parcells the, did that, yeah. Yeah, from the from the dome deflating and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs>
0: All right, your thoughts <laughs> the <to> Packers? Do <laughs> you think the Packers are going to have a lot of issues in this game? Yeah. Uh, I guess, guess it so looks like 10 and, it's, 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 uh, what, Packer, 10 and a half
1: spread. What's the spread? Packers
0: giving 10 and a half.
1: Ooh, don't, that's a bad spread. That's a big spread. Um, uh, especially with with the Packers offensive woes and Aaron Rodgers not able to look at anybody besides people he trusts. Yeah. Which is, which is weird because he doesn't, he he's Patriots <laughs> he still trust, have a defense. because He has trust issues. He doesn't talk to his family and he goes through women like paper. So, um, and, uh, and lies about anyways, anyhow, um, uh, yeah, we won't get into that whole thing, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I think 10 and a half is a little bit to give up. Um, you know the Chick mystique is slowly eroding.
0: He's still he has, got a defense though.
1: He does have a defense. He's always had a defense. But
0: he's, Lamar Jackson just—I mean, ran that's that's what
1: he out. does. I mean, that's why Tom Brady won so much. It wasn't Tom Brady. It was Belichick and his defenses. And Tom Brady, like yeah. I said earlier, about everything about his discipline and making things yeah. work and giving go. taking what's given to him. You go look back um, at
0: his first three Super Bowl seasons, and he's a game manager. Oh, yeah. No, like the
1: first three Super Bowls were all by three points.
0: And he was you throwing know, like and 170 yards a game, 180, you know, 210 yards a game. And you're like, yep.
1: And when they beat the Rams, that was the first time the, uh, the team had never scored a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl. They went 13 <laughs> to three. <laughs> yeah. For God's sakes. I mean, that's like, either. that's why I said it, it's, it's why Packer fans aren't used to that stuff. But if you're a Brady fan, you're completely used to that kind of game, except yeah. you're used to Brady winning 14 to 12, not the other way around. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it will be a manhandling. It might be, but uh, I I mean, what is it a noon game?
0: Uh, no, 325.
1: Boy, the Packers have not played a single, not primetime game yet.
0: I, the fun thing is apparently at the owner's meeting, my parents were there and they said, um, who is it? Um, Murphy, I think, actually told them to, like, I know you like the noon games. You'd rather see noon games. You don't want to be the team playing in the noon games. If you're playing in the noon games, it's because your team to to bring this back to to bring it back to G. Uh, It's because your team isn't good if you're always playing at noon.
1: Right. Kansas City played at noon this last week. Um, I mean, the Packers playing. uh, Boy, that's 325 Sunday night, 325, 325. Holy smokes. Um, Okay.
0: Game of Uh, the week stuff is going to come a lot, especially. This week it was obviously going to be game of the week because you know Pat, Brady and Rogers was going to get it. But yeah, right. all right, yeah. I so well, I think we both agree. Uh, no, ten and no, half I'll, might I'll, be big. I'll
1: give it. I'll I'll give it uh, uh, 10. Okay, so just cover, under, just under the spread.
0: Yeah, just cover. Getting no, to that's 11. just
1: that's just that's just covering the spread. Yeah, just yeah, barely covering. Barely, yeah. yeah. Okay. Barely, bare, barely cover the spread. Maybe twenty ten.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think losing your quarterback. I don't know. I would yeah, not put
1: $100 fair. on them covering the spread. Let's put it that way.
0: So. I would not either. Because it's right. Hoyer
1: the Destroyer. Hoyer the Destroyer.
0: All right. Uh, the Badgers, yeah. I don't know what else there's to say about that game. Um, I put it up on Twitter, too. But my basic feeling was there's two ways to come at a game like this. There's If you will look back, and I'll give this to, to Brett Bielema, who the Badgers will see this week. He played yeah, as if they were gonna win. And he called the game as if he knew they had to push it and win. He would use his timeouts in order to get the ball back and score more. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have come out of this game and done something early and big and he would have he would have thrown early, I think. And that's yeah, but, that's with Chris as his offensive coordinator. They would have thrown early and they would have attacked. Yeah. Um it's what but we the, don't
1: be. was good at that stuff, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, just and Chris, when, when you know, when you know you're the dog, you got to act like you're the dog, you got to come out and do something. Yeah. You can't do what Chris did and be like, Oh, we're just going to run the offense and it's going to be okay. It and, wasn't you know, even their, the offense dirty. they've
0: been running, like, they ran more, they waited till third down to throw. They put Graham Mertz in a terrible spot, he was throwing mm. third and seven, third and seven, third and five, third and eight. You're like, Right, well, he's never going to do this, this is terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, they really set him up for failure. They set the whole team up for failure. They played the most Mm -hmm. conservative way possible, and then when they had had, the first pass he was allowed to throw, had to be on third down, and they bring heat, and they know he has to throw, and it's a pick. Um, And then they're down 14-0. They're down 21-0 at the end of the first quarter. And from there on out, they played them about how they should have, which is the, the Badgers were not going to win this game. We said this last week. We were not looking to win but you really wanted to show that you belonged on the field with this team. And they didn't do that for the first quarter. They did it for the next three. It was a 10 point game from there on out, but you know, they took forever to get to that point. And, um, you know, so Well,
1: all, all, yeah. all I know is that all I know is we're at a bedgeland campground in Stoughton, Wisconsin, beautiful little place. Check it out sometime, mm-hmm. a little private campground. You're not all, you're not all pushed in together. Uh, no tent camping though. Sorry. It's, uh, all, uh, campers oh. and RVs. Um, but uh so they have a little bar there that you can go and imbibe if you would like and so i did and i watched the first drive of the game and went hmm well this this isn't good walked back to the camper and uh made sure the kids were doing okay with holly and i grabbed holly it's only like 50 yards from the camper to the little bar there so it's not like we're being bad parents but went back up to grab a beer and uh watch some more of the game by the time I got back it was 21 nothing and I literally just walked to the camper and back so that that sums up the game
0: yeah yeah that was yeah. that was the entirety of the game it was over at 21 nothing oh it, and it from was, there on out it was yeah. actually a pretty good game for the most part it just the game was already over so that didn't much matter uh that Ohio State team is really good and it is this a good Badger, team, yeah. this Badger defense again like I've said is not as good as the sum of their parts. Um, It just, the offense has like this wide receiver core is actually good. It's not Mm -hmm. great. It's not Ohio state's receiver core, which is super deep and full of, you know, children of hall of famers and future first round draft picks. But Skylar bell is good. Uh, We've got Chimera DK is, is good. Um, Mm -hmm. Shoot. I'm I'm forgetting the last and the other guy in there, but I mean, like they've got three receivers who are good receivers. They don't have anybody who's great, but they have some guys who are good. Skyler Bell could be really good down the line, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're not getting it to him. They have two good tight ends, one of whom now, um, uh, Clay Cundiff, is going to be out for the foreseeable future. Don't know how long, uh, leg injury. But uh, Rucci's been pretty good too, and um, the the offensive line needs to continue to grow, but Mertz has looked good until this game where we really did him no service. Right. And Braylon Allen, Chesma Lucy, Isaac Garendo, that is a great group. With Julian Davis as the fourth guy coming out of that, like it's a really good group of players, and we are not able to do anything with that group of players. Then you don't have any imagination as an offensive play caller, and that is on Chris, and that is on Bobby Ingram. And they mm-hmm. need to figure out ways to be inventive with this team and to use all their player skill sets in order to advance the ball and score. Uh, they're just kind of waiting for for Jim Leonard to save them sometime. It seems, and uh, it's just not which not he current. will
1: at the end of the season when he's named head coach and Paul Chris is fired.
0: Down this line, I don't think it's crazy to talk about it. Uh, I mean, like the last well, couple years, call, I was you say call
1: for that later, but you just set me up. That was a, that was yeah. a big underhand pitch right there. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to hit this one.
0: Okay, it's no. I, you know I, I'm not calling for him to go now. Um, Why not? And I don't actually know how I feel about it, but the thing is like. It's not crazy to talk about at this point. And I don't, you know, a lot of people are like super defensive of him. I get it. This guy's one a. he's coached them through a cotton bowl and an orange bowl. He's got a couple, he's got like three different New Year's Day, uh, New Year's Six victories. But the last, he's not three, years, he's the not last three years though. have become stale and have not looked yeah. interesting. And he has not looked good. And this offense doesn't look like what he called when he was the coordinator, by the way, under B Lima. Who's the guy he's going to go up against this week? And BLM was going to roll into Wisconsin, which I looked at this. Uh, last eight trips to Wisconsin, Illinois is 0-8 and 2-6 and and against the spread. But this is a different team. This is a very different coach. Uh, they've got uh, Chase Brown, who is a very good running back, and they've got a decent offensive line. Uh, two mm-hmm. starters back, but a couple Juco guys that they've brought in. Uh, this is a decent team, and they're going to want to run at us, which you know, may be exactly what we want them to do. Uh, that's the thing we're probably best built to stop but still uh it'll be it's going to be better than last week. They're going to they're going to push Wisconsin definitely. Uh, and we're going to have to be better on offense. We're going to have to find ways to make things happen on offense. I think the Badgers do win this, but I think it's going to be nerve-wracking. <laughs> I'll say that.
1: Right, which it shouldn't be. And that's that's the problem because I think both and, teams are going to want to yeah.
0: control the ball and I think it's going to be it's going to be few possessions, few and far between. I mean
1: could, could it could it, could it possibly be that um, Leonard takes over the team and Chris just becomes the offensive coordinator again because that's what he can oh. do. Yeah, like, I don't know. he doesn't have to if he isn't in charge, then he's fine. Not everybody can be a head coach. We know this yeah. from many coaches that were awesome coordinators of some sort. And then they, once they get the head coach, look, just look at Josh McDaniels on Las, Ve- Las Vegas right now. Like, mm-hmm. dude can dude can be an offensive coordinator, yeah. but he can't coach right a, at all. Like one bit. He's it's, he's a terrible coach. The spread is and Wisconsin, Wisconsin it's, it's, giving it's, it's, seven,
0: it's, and I think that that's accurate.
1: And, and everybody and, and and sometimes there's coordinators that choose not to leave the coordinator position because they're like, this is what I can do. I don't want to be a head coach but the egos get in the way. And it seems like Chris doesn't Chris, he to be a head to be a head coach at D one, you have to have an ego of some sort. And so, yeah, Chris, yeah. When he was offensive coordinator. Yeah. He could do these things, yeah. but as a head coach, you're not allowed to just be the head. You're not allowed to be the offensive coordinator. You have to coach the whole team unless you're willing to like relent some of your coaching duties to your coordinators and i don't i don't know maybe maybe leonard will suck as a head coach because then he's not the defensive coordinator anymore but chris has completely mismanaged mertz's career to this point the first time we've had a five-star five-star four-star 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 quarter still a a A quarterback quarterback, of of any gravitas Mm -hmm. coming out of high school and completely mismanaged him um the, the offense is not evolving. Like we talked about before is devolving. It's yeah. it's, 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 it's turning into just slinging rocks at each other, except for the other team has boulders and you have, I mean, you have boulders, but they're linemen and they don't move. And then you're just slingshotting rocks over top of the boulders and it's not working. That was a horrible metaphor, but I'm going to roll with it. Nice. And, uh, and, and so, but Nailed also it. too. So, so you're talking about like, Especially now with the portal and the transfer portal and open college, uh, it's it's yeah. a free for all, right? Yeah. Y- you roll into Ohio State and there's players seven deep, who their seventh deep wide receiver is as good as your number two wide receiver, who could go into the transfer portal during this off season. Well, that that person's not gonna not gonna transfer to Wisconsin because they're like I'll just stay here on the bench, you know, for my oh. one shot you know, at the NFL, there, there's no desirable positions to be on, on this team, unless you're a linebacker, a linebacker. Right, we, we brought in two back.
0: corners through the transfer portal this year. So one okay, from, one from Kentucky, one from Toledo. Right. So it's like, right. Yeah. What I'm saying like, Yes. Yeah. Like,
1: like, like, yeah, if you want to be an offensive lineman that makes it the NFL, you go to Wisconsin. That's cool. Mm-hmm. How come we can have offensive linemen for days that block for all the teams, Joe Thomas going mm-hmm. into the hall of fame, 13 years. Oh, yeah. Best offensive lineman possibly in NFL history, playing for one of the worst teams ever. And somehow, you know, in in the Cleveland Browns, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I understand. That (laughs) dude's so good that even though the grounds were so bad, everyone realized how good he was. Like, you know, Fredericks, you know, just so many good, you know, uh, Ramchek down there and New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. We have so many good linemen. How come we can't recruit? quarterbacks that can stand behind those lines for days on ends and, and, and make every single pass. How come, you know, why, why does it have to be, you know, Oh, this Wisconsin, sorry, identity. That's what Barry Alvarez wanted, you know, Barry Alvarez podcast on iHeartRadio. It's like, okay. yeah, great. That worked back in the nineties. That was Alvarez's, you know, hopefully we want to evolve, you know, sorry. His, even his, even his grandson doesn't play on the team anymore. He's done in Dallas now yeah you know so like can we move along from the Barry franchise what got us out of the hole back in the early 90s and evolve even more barry alvarez had to evolve the team back in the early 90s to get us out of that hole that was the 70s 80s and you know the late 60s 70s and 80s you know so like let's move on some more and if chris isn't willing to do it which obviously not i mean they there was even a clip on twitter when they were going through all the head coaches in the big 10 and if someone were to play you in a movie who would it be and they went through all the big 10 coaches when they got to chris chris went well they would never make a movie about me which is about the most paul chris thing ever because no they won't because you're milk toast and you're boring and i don't know how you get anyone to come to this team because i but it does don't, you, know, you don't you don't inspire anything like <laughs> I, I i don't know how this works like all I know is that this team okay. sucks, and right now Minnesota's well, a better team than they are, so well, there you
0: go. Okay, I don't think losing to Ohio State proves that Minnesota is better than Wisconsin yet. Oh, Minnesota's, we'll covered,
1: Minnesota's covered in every single game so far this year, so. Okay. And Wisconsin lost to Washington State.
0: Yeah, Minnesota beat New Mexico, and Michigan State, who actually it looks like might be bad, like really bad. They yeah, but they terrible. beat them at Michigan State. Yeah, so did the Sourful and Sisters before the, the week earlier. Game the game. Yeah, and the week earlier, they lost to just Washington, like like murdered by Washington. Their own coach said that they're not any good right now. So I don't know that Michigan State's any good. Uh, they weren't two no, years but ago. No,
1: Minnesota's doing what they're supposed to do.
0: Yeah, they're beating them. Now, 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 now if,
1: if Wisconsin would have went into Ohio State 3-0 and and lost 45-28... to I'd probably be more inclined to listen to your
0: argument right now. There's nothing about Minnesota that impresses me yet. They're they're an, they, they're doing the things they're supposed me. to do. No, not really. But I don't know I that Minnesota's better, is a better team. yet. team. I don't know that they are yet. I haven't well, seen anything to convince yeah. me. That doesn't mean they haven't played Ohio. State. If they played Ohio State, they'd get murdered too. It doesn't mean anything yet.
1: I don't know if they'd get murdered like that.
0: I I do. I do. Mm, mm, <laughs> yes, I <know>. I do. <laughs> uh, because at
1: least, at least their coach should have them fired up to like maybe do some things rather than just what Paul Christie. Well,
0: Tanner Morgan would have thrown five picks because he's garbage, and everybody knows. No, he's he's nothing. I, well, I don't at least know. they
1: use their quarterback.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing I've seen that means anything. And we're going to move on because this is not real anything that belongs (laughs) in this podcast. We're running out of time. Oh, because
1: you don't like when I say Because I'm
0: wasting time on a podcast of Minnesota who's bad. So anyhow, the Brewers played this week. It's going to be weird and rough to get in at this point. The worst part is I think the Brewers have a good chance of doing okay down the stretch. The problem is, you know, two games against the Cardinals. Uh, All their games are at home which is good for the Brewers. Uh, they're chasing the Phillies yet. They're a game and a half back. They made up time. The Phillies are doing Philly stuff uh, four and six in their last 10 Brewers, seven and three uh, slowly working towards them. But the problem is, is now the Phillies are going to have, um, they're going to have the Cubs. Uh, They're I mean, actually they're going to finish without another home game. The ones we wanted them to lose here were uh, against the Braves and they split with the Braves. Uh, at home uh and now they've got three games against the cubs in chicago they'll come back play uh washington for i think four games here it looks like yeah and then they'll end up with the at houston as houston is ramping up for the playoffs i don't know what any of that means they're gonna play all road games we're gonna play all home games phillies can totally philly this up brewers can brew it up too it's just gonna be which one of them decides not to do the stupid things but um yeah, the rough part for the for this f- first part is getting past the the Cardinals games here. If they can get something going in these two or split these two, I think they got a decent chance. I I wouldn't put money on them making it though because they find wow. ways to do something dumb here, there, and everywhere. The Phillies can do it too though. Like these are two teams that can absolutely find a way to screw up this season. So that's, oh,
1: absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's basically. All, I don't know that there's anything more to say about the Brewers until we see where we are next week. Uh, in the last stretch here of things, as we come back right. here, it'll be it'll be the Brewers going into their last series, uh, and uh, it'll be the Phillies in Houston and the Brewers. Or sorry, uh, going into their last little stretch against. Let's see, they got the Marlins, and then they have uh, the Diamondbacks at home for their last three. So it'll be Diamondbacks and Brewers uh phillies and astros and that'll be it somewhere in there if they're not already out so that's that's where we are and that's all there is and
1: and like and like tracy uh matt tracy my buddy that i work with uh he brought up today he's like uh because i've been as we know on strike for almost two months now from the brewers and uh even holly mentioned to me she's like god we haven't been to a brewers game since before the all-star break and i was like yep by choice um anyways um, he's like, you're, you're going to be in sad shape when they, uh, if, if they somehow, uh, 2012, uh, Cardinals, this thing. And I was like, <laughs> if that happens, I, I will still, I will still sort of, I will not, I will you not should stay away. then, Yeah. They, I will stay away. I will stay away until you they make to. the world series. And I will watch at that point.
0: <laughs> well, you should stay away the entire time. Cause it's, it's definitely the thing that'll make it work. <laughs> see, right? not being well, exactly
1: yes exactly <laughs> if you're into superstitions yes but at some point i'll have to like actually start like paying yeah. attention again and he's like he's, i was like and, and just like so you're just talking about like, is there a real chance probably not but is there a chance yeah sure yeah because it's the phillies you know but uh yeah we'll we'll see i don't know i'm I, i'm still super angry at the uh front office for things that they did and uh I just pushing pushing right. thing, pushing pushing narratives that didn't have to happen, <laughs> and getting players that didn't even play for the team just to just just to move things to move things. You know, it's like you don't have to, uh-huh. and you know, chemistry is better than doing those. I mean, I we'll all right, on. all
0: yeah. right, we're gonna wrap up the last couple of things that we have. We're gonna put it into a segment that we lovingly call our last call. <laughs> Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the
1: last
0: call. We'll start our last call with volleyball, and this is the one where Minnesota actually has a team that is demonstrably better than the— We're Wisconsin not talking Badgers. about
1: Minnesota anymore, John. You said that.
0: No, we're going to talk about the one that's good. Minnesota, the number eight team in the country in volleyball, uh, did play Wisconsin in Minneapolis. They take all three. Uh, that's a big turnaround for the last couple of years where Wisconsin has gone in there and has swept Minnesota a couple of times. Uh, and this is not that team. Minnesota looking very good. They're number eight. They will go play number nine uh, Penn State. Actually, I think Minnesota jumps to seven now. and Wisconsin drops to eight. Uh, so yeah, that was a big game for for the Gophers there. The Wisconsin did not get enough done in that one. They lose. Uh, and actually, I mean, in straight sets, like I said, they 21, 16 and 27. It was 27, 29 in that third set to get that one finally done. Uh, attendance a measly 5,255 in minnesota uh but no that's still pretty good um but yeah no um
1: uh, so so is that at uh not mariuchi is that at the barn uh
0: they are at maturi pavilion so no they don't play in any of those places they don't play at the basketball courts they get their own things so yeah Uh, Robinson didn't do much in this one Uh, Sarah Franklin uh, did very well Led the team in aces and kills Orzow second in kills Um, But yeah, Danielle Hart Leads in blocks Devin only gets one block Devin Robinson uh, has not been as Physically present in these games As she was early in the year And you hope to see more from her Because I don't know that they can do much If she's not dominant in these games Uh, So I would love to see more of her in these And that's something important to do um, Wisconsin cross country was back at it this week. Uh, women's, uh, finished sixth. It's, uh, actually it was in Minnesota. This is the Minnesota Invo invite. I forget what it's called. They have another name for it. Uh, women finished sixth, uh, right behind, uh, Utah. I don't know who CBU is Then Michigan state, Colorado state, Ohio state, and then Wisconsin. Um, let's see. Minnesota finishes ninth. Uh, Wisconsin runners finished five, 15, 23rd, 39th and Forty third in the men's eight k. Wisconsin wins. Their runners finished fourth, fifth, sixth, eleventh, and thirteenth. Yeah. That is that's
1: really good. That is intense. <laughs> cross uh, cross cross country, especially like so. If you're from outside of Wisconsin, like once you get to college, it goes from five k to ten k. Like it's 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 not a short race anymore. So because yeah, I, I was I was especially. Astounded
0: 8k 8k for men 6k for women
1: 8k excuse me yep. 8k that's right so it's a little bit longer sorry not 10k yep. god i'm an idiot no, yes yeah, So know when i i used to call it i used to cover cross country for the school newspaper in, in uh in okay. college up at uw Spear, where we stunk but i still covered and uh <laughs> and then i was a cross country coach down and I, I never ran cross country i was a football player because we didn't have cross country in my ink school um but uh turtle lake wisconsin go lakers um but yeah so no. when i got down to rheinland and i was coaching it was 5k for for dudes and uh, uh 4k for girls and uh yeah that's way shorter but yes the kids in college are running the same speed so that's what's crazy yeah so CB, cbu colorado <laughs> boulder you may as Univers-
0: well you're probably right i have no idea boulder yeah. Colorado. that'd be university of colorado at boulder which is which is just the buffaloes in uh, D3 at the same meet is also a d3 one so this is the the men's uh 8K so this gold is the top level then the D3 is called maroon because it's you know the gophers uh, UW cross finishes second in the men's they finished first fourth 20th 23rd 29th right behind Michigan Tech who finished second third eighth 21st 28 uh, Minnesota Duluth finishes seventh there you go Minnesota State finishes at 8. Uh, but yeah, no one else here from uh, Wisconsin schools. In women's UW lacrosse finishes third, uh, right behind UMD and Minona, or, pardon me, Winona State. Uh, women's runners finished fifteenth, eighteenth, twentieth, twenty-eighth, and thirty-third overall for the five runners. Uh, Northern Michigan finishes ninth. I just like saying that because out of Marquette, that's always kind of Marquette Michigan. Well, you said you said uh,
1: Michigan Tech too, because what else is there to do oh, yeah. up there? I just
0: run. <laughs> Got to run. They got some hills. Yeah, they do all right. Oh yeah, special uh, by Yeah. Yeah. WIAC did not play football this week. They remain. Their, their games are like we said last week uh, coming up on October first. This Saturday, Whitewater at Lacrosse in Lacrosse Veterans Memorial Stadium. That's going to be the one to watch. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be Oshkosh uh, at home against the Platteville Pioneers. Uh, pointers from Stevens Point going to go to UW River Falls. And Eau Claire going out to Menominee to play Stout Blue uh, Blue Devils, Blue Demons, Blue Demons. Uh, other than that, that's all that we have in terms of sports for this week. Aaron, did you have anything else to add before we signed off?
1: Yeah, so the Eau Claire Cobbers versus the <laughs> Stout Blue Devils. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. The Blue Golds.
1: The blue, the blue golds, okay, yeah,
0: blue demons right, yeah. i think they're
1: i knew that the the blue cobbers okay guys.
0: i know the yeah. titans i know the the falcons the pointers the you know the eagles the <laughs> the pioneers all of those but it was like the blue demons right yeah okay yeah,
1: I, I don't know because yeah they were the the blue devils i think for a while weren't they just the stout blue like they just oh, i don't them remember themselves that. the blue or whatever when they were all going right. through that whole
0: their PC logo is really weird. It's like a man's face made of ice flying through the air or something. I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah, just just <laughs> it's a strange just, thing. Just turn yourself into the UW stuff Pokemon at this point, I guess. I don't
0: know. Just t shirts that say stout. And you know, like that's why you don't want to go there. I'm like, I'm not stout. That's just well, mean. That's, that's just hurtful.
1: Well, that's that's <laughs> like when North Dakota lost the Sioux uh moniker, which
0: no whatever. their shirts not, just say stout, not even UW, just as stout. I'm like that right, feels like a personal but- attack.
1: <laughs> but well, right, you're, you're going snarky on this one. But what I'm saying is, like, when North Dakota lost the Sioux moniker, which mm-hmm. they've been known for the Sioux for years, and that mm-hmm. was a, a very powerful Division uh, One double A team, hockey especially one Division hockey. One hockey, like, everyone was like, well, they should go with the Nodak or uh, the, the whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what they're even called anymore now, the North Dakota, the whatever. They should, They a lot of people are just like, just go with North Dakota. You know, just like when Washington Washington lost the Redskins, like they went by Washington Football Team. It was like, yeah, just stay the Washington Football Team. That's a, a good name. Like it's a good name. It's better than the Commanders. The commies. I'll tell you that much. What? Call them the commies. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it. I'm doing the, the, it. The, the, the Washington, the, the Washington Potomac cesspool. Yeah. how About that. Yeah. All right.
0: Anyways. Well,
1: goodbye,
0: John. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us again. Remember, you can follow the show at Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. And you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. We're always grateful to have you with us for another wonderful week of uh, sports talk. Hopefully, we got a week with a whole lot, lot more winning next week than what we had this week. Uh, it's got to be better than that. So, uh, next week, we'll see you again. Thank you again. And remember, uh, whether you're on the town or on the go, it's always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at johnny one or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening, and on Wisconsin.